Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to a Trek This Out Davis Family edition. I think we should start with introductions. Hello, I'm Izzy. I'm eldest daughter. I'm Evie. I am youngest daughter. Uh, I'm Steve. I'm dad. Um, and uh, I'm very excited to be part of this podcast hosted by Isabel, which is, a, this is a strong moment. Yeah. And I'm Sarah, and I am mum, and also very excited to uh, <laughs> let the progeny oh. loose on this episode of the podcast. Yes. Now, funny you say that, mum, because today we are not podcasting on Prodigy because we have finished it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And maybe there's another season. Well. Sorry. Now, as some of you may know, we got given a very long list of episodes uh, our many listeners wanted to hear us, you know, review. Um, and Lindsay very kindly whittled that down to about 50 episodes in the end, I think, but specifically wanted us to watch a non-Trek thing, which was Galaxy Quest. Is it non-Trek? Yeah, it's kind of... Well, it's not like... It's kind of like you, Spaceballs. It's kind of like... So Spaceballs if, if you, like, <laughs> searched up Star Trek, Galaxy Quest is also, not what would come up. Okay. No, it does actually come up when you search up Star Trek. It's at the very end, but it does actually come up. Because you know how, like, when you search Netflix or you're, and you search for, like, Star Trek, and it's, like, um, things like this, Galaxy Quest... Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a lot like Star Trek, Okay. I think. But I guess what you're trying to say is, is it's not a licensed yes. Star Trek. There we go. So it's not if part that's, of the yeah. official Trek. Before, you know, you everyone. Know, again, people say that about different series of Trek and be like, oh, it's not Trek, though. No, but it's you official Star. Oh, my gosh. I feel like Sorry. you're trying to work against me here. No, I'm Sabotage. trying to make an open conversation. And I'm, I'm just saying, if you're here to listen to us talk about Star Trek, then this episode is not for you. We, we probably will bring star trek into the conversation but so you're telling us our listeners to turn off then to go away don't listen i like this this is good because this is bringing in the the family, the family dynamic, dynamic yeah that, that, that everybody wants to hear this is great radio <laughs> okay um evie yeah would you like to give uh, the the plot brief summary of the movie galaxy quest Okay, so I say the movie Galaxy Quest is about a group of actors who, you know, play a role in a very Star Trek-like programme. And so they're at this convention and these supposedly people who are dressing up as aliens, or that's what they believe, the actors believe, um, have told them are, are trying to get their attention about a dilemma they have. And so first command, t Commander Taggart, who is... Jason Nesmith in the movie um, goes with them and he's actually like, oh, wow, so this is actually real. So these aliens have a problem. So now the crew and he have, the crew and he, yeah, have got, <laughs> don't laugh at me, um, have got um, to sort out this actual real life space problem, you know? Yeah. Good. And how do they get on? Um, at the beginning, I'm pretty sure everyone is in denial. And then, um, Taggart is like, oh no, this is real. And then now, you know, and then every, the other, the crew is like, yeah, this is real. This is wrong. You know, no, he's just lying to us about all the other things he's lied to us about. Mm. Mm. And then, um, 
And then they go onto it and they're in a lot of shock because they're like, oh, wow, this is real. And then, you know, they kind of make their characters their own in a way. Yeah. Thanks, Evie. You're welcome. Was that good enough? Yes. It's amazing. Mum, I see you have a list of things you noted down. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going from here. Um, I just I just wrote down just comments and things that I really enjoyed about the film because it is a film that I really love. Yeah. Mm. Um, I haven't seen it in a little while, but every time I do, I just it makes me laugh a lot. And I love, <laughs> I think, uh, apologies for stealing your dad's words, but it's got so much heart. Mm. Like, so it, it does play homage to Star Trek. Mm. Yeah. Um, without, and it manages to kind of poke gentle fun without being unkind or mean. Because it could have been, couldn't it? It could have been really yeah. mean. And it still would have been funny and um, they could have done all that stuff, but it does it. It's got that, um, yeah, it's got real soul to it underneath. It's made by people who love genre mm. um, movies, it seems to me. And yeah. uh, and that makes it funnier and and a better movie as well. Yeah, I think. And, and, and the way they chose to kind of poke fun of various aspects of Star Trek was mm. yeah. really lovely. Like, mm. Yeah, Gwen's boobs, I'm guessing, are a take on the cat suits and mm. the yeah. short <laughs> dresses mm. in the original series. And mm. yeah. What about you, Eves? Did you enjoy it? Oh, yeah, I, I enjoy it a lot. I think it's very funny. Yeah. I just enjoy watching it. It's, it's one of those movies that you forget you love so much. Because mm. this isn't the first time you've both seen it, is it? Oh, no, I watched no. it. Well, we watched <laughs> it as a family and then I watched it again on the way up to Scotland. Uh, we watched it with Nan as well. Did we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Wow. Because in lockdown, we started having these like Friday night movie nights with our nan who lives with us. Um, and I think this was one of the earlier. We we watched this pretty early on in that, didn't we? Mm. Well, I think yeah. we started with Vicar of Dibley. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So. Do you want to know some facts about it before we go into themes and what? Yeah, let's okay. go with facts. Okay. So it was, when do you think it was made? 1982. 82. Okay, when do you think it's? Mm, the, the actual movie. Oh, yeah. actually. Okay, 96. I'm going to go 1992 because they reference 1982. Mm. And they say it's been, oh wait, I'm going to, because it's been 18 years, 1982. <laughs> 19, yeah, okay, anyway, it's 1999. 19, 19, yeah. yeah, well done. I was going to say 2000 because I did the math of 82 plus 18 is 2000, so it's close enough. Okay, so it's directed by Dean Parisot and written by David Howard and Robert Gordon. Um, and it stars Tim Allen, mm -hmm. Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman. Rickman, Tony Shalhoub, Sam Rockwell, and Daryl Mitchell. So there we go. There are Sigourney Weaver. Spouse Sigourney. <laughs> so okay, well, so one of the things we try and do in these podcasts is, yeah. is get your voice a bit more because you're you're young people, and so where do you know Sigourney Weaver from? Where's she come up in your Finding <laughs> Dory? Finding Dory. Do you know her from anything else? Um, uh, I yeah. do. Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. There's, no, yeah. There's another um, thing as well. I just can't remember it. Yeah. So Ghostbusters Afterlife. So Ghostbusters too. Yeah, okay. So that's really interesting that you you kind of haven't come across her for her her breakout role or her most famous role. Which, well, I might have and I've forgotten. No, you've not seen. Okay, the film, and if you have, is, yeah, then, then we need words. Yeah. 
So she played uh, Ripley in the Alien films, no, the, the sort of space seen. horror films. So it's kind of a nice Ooh. little thing about her being in a very different role in this. Tim Allen, where do you know Tim Allen from? I do. Uh, like uh, Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. Lightyear. He is Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. <laughs> or rather, he, he has been so far. There's a new uh, Buzz Lightyear movie yeah. coming out, isn't there? Like, Chris like, Pratt like, doing it. Yeah, and it's kind of more like the, the animation yeah. is in like the animation in the... In, mm, mm. Alan Rickman, uh, no longer with us, of course, died um, a few years back. But... Nope. Professor Snape from Harry Potter. Yeah. Right. Do you know him from anything else? Um, uh, yeah, Love probably. Actually. Love Actually, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like I've seen quite a few things with Alan Rickman, actually. Mm, you probably have. Yeah. you remember any of them? No. Do you know what? I need to double check. Yeah. Is, has Alan Rickman ever played Richard III? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not actually now like, is the winter of our discontent. Just, uh, I bet you have. A horse, a horse, it. my kingdom for a horse. Yes, my kingdom for a horse, yeah. He had a hunchback. He was in Did he? No. He does in the, uh, in the play, in, but, but the history suggests maybe not. History has. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a, um, I'm, oh, there's the horrible oh, history is one where he's like, I'm not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah um. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, I thought you were going to let our Oh, yeah, know. I was about to say that um, with us... I'm uh, a nice guy. In the recording, nice in the recording um, room, our very professional setup, we have our dog, Neville, and, and our, our cat, cat Maggie. Maggie. This um, That's why my, I, got, I went to get the cat, my voice strength. Um Maggie and Neville have a very difficult relationship. Um, so Sometimes it's... they fight like, I don't know, some metaphor for how two things that don't like each other fight. I can't think of what it is, but there um, must be one somewhere. Uh, uh, horses and cows. They fight like cows and horses. Yeah, yeah that, I think that's it. That sounds that's right. That's a really famous one. <laughs> they fight um... like horses and cows. Okay, we were doing the rundown of the cast. Tony Shaloub, do you know him from anything? I kind of... I recognise Shaloub. Mm. So he was in Men in Black um, as the guy. Men in Black. That's the one. As the guy, I think he was the jewellery guy. He was an alien, wasn't he? Um, he was around the jewellery store, I think. That's a good movie. Wait, is that guy? No, that's, that's Sam Rockwell, who is just awesome. awesome. It's so good. Do I know? Sam Rockwell was we, guy. Do we, yeah, do we know him from anything else? You might oh, not do. No. He's, yeah, he's good. I'll make, you, I'll make you watch Moon one day. He's amazing yeah. in that. If it's like Signs, then no thank you. No, it's not like Signs. Did no. you not enjoy Signs? I was shown it. Well, I was quite young when I saw it. It was an alien movie and I had... It was scary. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very much. It just was scary. Mm. Mm. Um, and he's in... Did you watch the movie version of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy no. with Martin Freeman in it? No, he was... No. Yes. Have you not? I feel like it's no, nice. it was, uh, I've been showed like numerous clips, and you're always like chortling to yourself about how you've made a <laughs> reference, and I'm like, and you're like, oh yeah, the, you know that one, don't you? Is I'm like, you've what? read it, haven't you? Hey, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should too. You're old enough now. Okay. <laughs> anyway, he plays Zayford Beeblebrox in um, <laughs> Zayford Beeblebrox. Sorry, did you just have a stroke? Are you okay? You know Zayford Beeblebrox. He's a friend of Slarty Bartfast. <laughs> What? That's a real character's name. Yeah, okay. I believe you. I just said it was. And Hamakavula. Okay, now I'm. Okay. Well, well we're doing that really good thing we can do where we bring in so many different yeah. references. Yeah. So go us. I feel 
Has your mum looked up whether Alan Rickman yeah. ever played with <laughs> okay, okay. She's now on Twitter it. getting really distracted. Um, the other, the other um, part you might know Alan Rickman from, though, is the sheriff in yeah. Robin Hood. Cancel Christmas. Yeah, he's very good at that. Have you seen the Kevin? Co- I don't know if they've seen it. I mean, if you're talking about Disney's Robin Hood, then yeah, I've seen it. Ooh, 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 ooh,
I feel I, I it changes how I not change how I feel about it but I really I can imagine being in that auditorium now at that yeah. convention and just yeah. how excited even if you never go anywhere near the actors or you don't speak to any mm. of them like our first year at DST mm. we didn't do anything we, <laughs> we just kind of like walked around and wandered up frazzles. and down the autograph tables from afar staring mm. it was just like oh my gosh they're here they're here mm. so yeah it definitely feels different to watch it now I've got a, a lot more into the Trek fandom and, yeah. you know, yeah. kind of able to experience it. I really didn't understand before. It's like, I like <laughs> Star Trek, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm just, um, I, I, I just love that. You know, waiting for that autograph or waiting for that photograph or, mm. oh my gosh, I always get so nervous before photographs. Why? Who have you done? Who, who have you had your um, photo um, done with? I've had one with, Martok. Yeah, Jakey he, he, he was in uh, make. Uh, he had all his Klingon uh, makeup on as well. Mm. So that was pretty cool. And Mary Wiseman. Yeah. That was that was last. Uh, that was cool. I got so nervous though. I literally just stared at her smiling. <laughs> I was like, ah! and then I looked at the camera and then I left. But it was cool. And and the, in our experience, at least, the actors are just super keen to be there, aren't they? They just, yeah, seem they to just genuinely look, well, enjoy it's, it. It's, it's like when you have um, actors there for the first time mm. and they're talking about how cool, like, um, they, um, they, they, like, their whole thing is and, mm. and how, like, <laughs> cast uh, cast members who'd, like, been to one before and warned them about, like, how into it, like, we all are. Um, and, but, yeah, they look, they look like they're having a good time, at least. So... Well, I do wonder now, particularly, if it gives those actors more of a platform for their own mm. kind of passions as well. So, like, I'm just thinking about the panel we went to about um, diversity mm. in Trek. Mm. Actually, you know, all the actors up there, they weren't just sitting around talking about how great it is to be on Star Trek. They were talking about yeah. kind of how their particular um, characteristics have impacted their life and how important it would have been for them mm. to have seen people like them on on telly mm. or when um the first year we went um george takai was talking and he just released his manga novel mm-hmm. about his experiences as a child mm. in america and With how japanese internment camps yeah mm. and you know how and he could like share that mm. with everyone and how he is it, like yeah and they don't always just talk about Star Trek and mm. they just, they always, they always look like so comfortable. I mean, maybe they're like super freaking out inside. I don't know. But yeah. What do you think, Eves? Uh, well, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm not really one to sit still for very long, but I remember there was, I think it was either our first or second convention we went to. And uh, there was an author talk. Is it also talk? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and James and, Swallow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember the actor's name. Well, he was also an actor, actually. He played a Zindi in DS9, was it? Mm. Oh, that was a different panel. You are confusing two different panels now. Scott okay. McDonald. That's it, that one. That was the uh, <laughs> recurring the recurring mm. guest. Uh, the, yeah, the, the equivalent of Sam Rockwell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it episode 80? I died in episode 81. <laughs> yeah. I think it was 51, 51. Um, and I was like listening. I don't know if I was actually listening, but some bits I found very interesting, I guess. <laughs> and mum was like, do you want to get an autograph or a photo with anyone? And I got a signed autograph from Scott McDonald. 
Mm. And that's, yeah, that's in my room. You wanted to put it on the Star Trek um, our little display thing. And I was like, no, I want it in my room. <laughs> Which is weird at the time because you were afraid of bugs. You've been very much like a bug. You were like adamant it had to go on your wall right by your bed. And you got him playing the Zindi, where you could have got him, I don't know, pressing some buttons in mm. the Voyager pilot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was normal uniform. <laughs> We've got him as well. Which um, makes me think, because uh, I wrote down when um, Saras arrived, I've written Zindi, stroke orc, stroke bugs life. Mm. Bugs li- when his wings popped out. <laughs> When he got mad, yes. Oh. But that's but that's all that convention stuff is, is where this film could have really um, been mean, couldn't it? I mean, mm. and kind of, you know, we we know we've been a bit silly by going. It's just make believe. Yeah. But you know, we go there, we spend money there, we you know, we talk to people there, and and actually, that's yeah, this film sense. could have totally mocked all that, and 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 it didn't. And I mm. thought that was lovely. Mm. Yeah. And then made it funnier and more had more pathos in it as well. Yeah. You, know, you felt more for the characters. And, and, and so uh, one, that's one of the things I wanted to say is that yeah. I, I thought it was brilliant how quickly those. <laughs> bless you. Sorry, Mum. Do you want to just like sneeze right into the microphone? I feel oh, like you're no. out. You're all out. You're sabotaging to me today. Yeah. You're like, is he? You should totally, you know, lead the podcast today. Yeah. Little did I know you've been planning this for weeks. Your dad made me do gardening. <laughs> anyway, Sorry, I wrote Steve. that how one of the things this film did really well was um, it established those characters so quickly. Like in that first yeah. scene, you kind of knew everything that you needed to know about those characters to get the, the story moving. You know, mm. Nesmith was the cocky captain, um, the, you know, the actor who thought, thought he was the, what everybody Which was there for. Arrogant. Yeah. And Rickman was the frustrated thespian. And, <laughs> um, you know, it, it just set it all up brilliantly. And, and it meant that then... They could turn those. Every single one of those characters changed a bit in the course of that story. Yeah. You know, there's what they're five, six main characters, and they all got a decent go of it. Mm. Uh, which I, which I think in a in a film that's how long is it? An hour and forty minutes. Forty-two, five seconds. Yeah, credits. less than that with that with the credits taken off. Uh, you know, it's an hour and a half movie, and they did a lot of character work in mm. an hour and a half. Yeah, which and I guess we we talk a lot uh, by ourselves how movies are getting longer mm. and whether they need to be getting longer. Mm. So I don't know. I genuinely don't think you could have added anything to no, that film. No, that, 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 that film, it was like rounded. All the characters got satisfactory yeah. character development. Um, who, Evie, who was your favourite character? Mm. That's a good question. I, I liked Guy. Guy? I feel like everyone likes Guy. So everyone likes Okay, so you can't have Guy then. Who's your okay. next favourite character? Well, I mean, you can have it, but that, that makes a dull podcast to fall sit here and go, it was Guy. Yeah, who, Tommy Webber. Oh, Laredo, the, the helmsman. Yeah, yeah. he's really funny. Like, yeah. where he broke his arm. Yeah. He's like... Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and had to be carried out. Yeah, he got carried out. He was, don't touch it! Don't! Don't! <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But you is who's your favourite character? Um Malthazar. Malthazar. Well, I wouldn't say Malthius. Is that a name of another? No. He was good. Yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I liked all of the like Fermions. Uh, I want to just call them the termites. Um, I like Kulik because he's a reoccurring kind of person in a series of unfortunate events. Oh, is he? 
yeah he kind of appears in like so that that um each kind of there are two parters to an episode i mean there's like two episodes but they're kind of to a book apart oh yeah yeah it's two episodes to a book and he's oh he's in well not every episode but he appears like in the different places they go to and he's kind of he's a very important he's something your waiter he's um yeah at the fish the fish place no but then i'm something your waiter i'm something i'm something you're something yeah anyway um yeah, um, Mummy, your favourite character? So, so this time round, um, that, it was just, just Fred just being quietly mm. funny in the background. He was <laughs> so, so funny. I like the... Fu- so, sorry, go So on. I was just going to say, so the bit where they all arrive on the ship <laughs> and he's like just absolutely fine. They're like, what's wrong with them? <laughs> um, and his bag of food. Food, like, where did he get the bag of food? And he carried it around for like half the movie at least. And he sat on the shuttle eating his chips. <laughs> like, he just gets so... It's like him and, um, and um, no, no, J- Jason, no. actually, are the ones who really completely get into their mm. parts. It's like mm. they know it's not real, but they know it so well that it becomes real. Mm. His comment about the... <laughs> I'll get one of my boys onto that yeah. with a <laughs> Yeah, I really, I really, okay, really so. loved his performance this time. And mm. I think, like, previously... It's a Tony Shalhoub character. Yeah, right? we were we were really big fans of Monk, and I yeah. think I'd always struggled to kind of see past that character when I watched him. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just I thought he was very funny. I, I you a bit about the different reactions to things. I thought um, one of the things the film did really well was each in every situation each character did something ever so slightly different. A bit where they were going down on the elevator yeah. to see the different reactions to that. That was really great. So Nesmith stands there with the hands on his hips, his legs open, and and um, Chen is is watching the the the, um, yeah, he, the lift he goes go by, straight and, to the, yeah. and then Rickman's looking a bit cheesed off, and yeah. I just get, I was really good. Just kept people who've really cared about their characters. Yeah, it seems. I um I like the bit where they're they're coming out of space dock. Yeah, <laughs> they all start like leaning their heads yeah. to get it to go like. I think isn't Nesmith going like so that it looks like they're going straight, uh, and then Gwen's just trying to Gwen's move like it trying to move it because that's something you would do, right? Like yeah. when I'm like in the car and I can like feel us going slightly, I'm like, ah. turn left, turn left. Yeah, um, and they're like, <laughs> sorry, man, it just makes me I laugh. On there. But I thought the production values were excellent. Whoa, it's 22, 23 years old. I thought, it, I mean, the effects look really good. And it could be made now. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, we have seen a few documentaries about it over time. Mm. So the bits that were shonky were meant to be shonky, mm. and it still came across really well. So I loved how they did and you didn't get it on the TV version that we watched, but they, it was shot in three aspect ratios. So the bit, do you notice the bit at the beginning where it was the, um, the yeah. bit from the, the TV series? And then it series, zooms out. And then it zooms out, And then yeah. it goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it does it again, and we didn't pick that up on our TV, but it goes into super widescreen. Just because our TVs um, just naturally yeah, just super, adapt. super widescreen. It goes to super widescreen when Nesmith um, gets beamed up to uh, back to Earth. And oh. it, when he, the point where he finally realises that first time that he's genuinely in space. What's that like? That's like a movie where it's like small, and I said, "Why is it so small?" Mm. And then it actually gets bigger. Mm. What's that movie? Um, I mean, a few movies do it. I don't. Well, I'm just gonna say that I was like ready to turn off the Wizard of Oz when you first showed it to me. I was mm. like, "That was you trying to show me a black and white? I don't think so." I, I said that with oh. um, um, Trolls as well. You know how at the beginning it's scrapbooking. Mm. Um, 
and uh, <laughs> Aunt, uh, I was watching it with our cousins and um, our aunt said, is this okay? And I'm like, yeah, because I thought it was made differently to just the whole movie be scrapbooking, but it mm. was just the beginning. I was like, oh, okay. Hey, you talking about The Wizard of Oz? Yeah. It's quite similar to this film, isn't it, in yeah. a way? You know, people who have got other roles in one world have got a different role in another. So this, we need to watch The Wizard of Oz again. But of course, in The Wizard of Oz, the, the uncles play them in in, yeah. one, in Oz. They play the Scarecrow, the Tin Man and the yeah. Lion. Oh, really? Yeah, I know, right? Did you never pick up on that? Oh, no. Evie can't follow up. I think it took me like two watches and then I was suddenly like, oh, that's Scarecrow! That's Tin Man! That's the Lion! And I was like, mind blown can i do another very niche um comparison yeah so after the original star trek series was um cancelled um before any novels had been written i think they'd had novelizations of episodes but no new stories had so been what written. was cancelled again star trek the original series in 69 yeah ah uh, back in 69 the first <laughs> the first set of books that got released were called new voyages and they were written they were short stories collections of short stories and one of them is essentially that movie. So William Shatner, um, Lennon Nimoy and DeForest Kelly, and maybe a couple of others, I don't know, they get, there's some sort of transporter accident. So the story starts off in, in they're filming an episode and then they're standing on the transporter pad and then they actually get beamed up to the Enterprise in, in, mm. in the original series. Oh, that's cool. And so Shatner and the real people have to pretend to be Kirk and the others in yeah. real life in well the, in real trek life <laughs> <laughs> but to you that is real, that life, is real. I'm confu- i don't know what's okay. real and what's fantasy <laughs> so <laughs> girls did you spot the uh the superb dubbing <laughs> so sigourney weaver's character says a very rude word yeah. just before the chompers really and it got um it got dubbed out so that they could change the rating of the film I did not. So they, this is a PG, back. isn't it? Yeah, well, this movie is a PG. We could probably do that while we're while we're on. We can't play it because no. of copyright and whatnot. But we could have silently it on the screen. <laughs> so you keep talking, I'll find okay. that moment. Um, it's like how this morning Dad wanted to watch when um, they steal the Enterprise in search for Spock so much that he, he rented it. the movie. <laughs> on uh, <laughs> just <laughs> and then he's not buy it. No, he rented it. Don't you worry. only rented it. Yeah. Why did you rent? We it? have it on DVD. We've got the DVD. We don't have a DVD, DVD player. player. Well, I know. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, he rented it, and he zoomed through all the beginning. He zoomed through it. He watched them steal the Enterprise, and then we turned it off and went back to our normal lives. So one of the other things that I wrote here was I really enjoyed how much um, all of the all of the actors knew the episodes really really well. Mm. So it was like you know oh, I know episode seventeen blah yeah. blah blah, and um, and obviously I was thinking about the Trek actors. A lot of them are really big Trek fans. Mm. Yeah, as well. We think about Anson Mount and. Mm. Um, Will Wheaton mm-hmm. and you know a lot of those guys are, are really big Trek fans, um, but actually I bet they don't watch their own episodes because mm. I know as an actor I certainly didn't used to watch myself. <laughs> a 
thespian myself. As an actor. As here you go, here one you go. of the watch, arts. Watch, 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 watch. Right, so this is the bit where the chompers are coming along and Brandon's talking them through. Now, you watch Sigourney Weaver's mouth when she sees the, the chompers. Here's the chompers, and she says... <laughs> <laughs> So, so in the film, she says, well, screw that. But there's oh. no way she says that with her mouth doing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, like, um, if I, like, record myself singing or, like, record myself playing the guitar, I really hate listening to it back. Because... What a shame. Right, so we haven't talked about the emotional heart of this movie. Oh. Oh, Which bit do you think I'm talking about? Um... Where um, Elspeth thingy is talking to Quillick. Yeah. So so we've had this thing all the way through where um, Alan Rickman's character has refused to say, "I grabbed Thar's <laughs> oh, yeah. hammer." Yeah. And then Quillick gets shot, and then he then what happens? He says, "I grabbed Thar's hammer, son, and you will be avenged." And then Quillick's face when he dies. <gasps> I think that's just lovely. Mm. Yeah, and then Alan Rickman goes, oh. Yeah. Did you well up at that? I did. I didn't, but I knew it was sad. You're a sensitive soul. It's okay. Well, it's a bit like Leonard Nimoy being asked to say live long and prosper every day, isn't it? It's like, oh man, come on, I've said it a thousand times. Yeah. But Oh, Tom Holland. <laughs> he can't yeah, he can't say croissant. Uh he's well, he can say croissant, but the way he says it, he says quaxon. He goes croissant. Okay. You know, he's like all his fans, and they go to take a photo with him. They say, "Can you say Craxton? Yeah. There we go. Sorry. No, that's good. So, so go. sorry. Wizard of Oz, Spider Man, Harry Potter, Love Actually. I think I sang a Hamilton lyric at one point. Mm-hmm. Horrible histories. Anything else? No, it's, yeah, no, I'm a nice to get guy. Um, go on. I was going to say, I'm wondering how much home improvements is there. Uh, Dated. Yeah. That was uh, Tim Allen's breakthrough series, really. Mm. Galaxy what? Quest. And we watched that as a family, mm. and we all found it very, very funny. What? Home Improvement. Mm. So Home Improvement oh. was a sitcom in the 90s, yeah, early 90s, 90s, with Tim Allen, who ran, his character yeah, hosted story made. A, uh, a Home Improvement show on telly. Um, his character, it's all going to get a bit meta, isn't it? The character Tim Allen played was a family man uh, and uh, he called Tim, whose job was to host a home improvement programme on TV. So quite meta, like this. Yeah. My drama piece was going to be super meta and then it wasn't supposed to be. Then my drama teacher said it was too meta. And we were like, yeah, we didn't mean for it to be like that. What was it? Like, oh, so basically, as per drama GCSE, someone gets murdered. And then we did a report where it was like the guy, because we have this whole sitcom idea and uh, like something happens and the sitcom starts to break apart. And then the report said the actor who played the character mm. and all of that. So then it was like, well, are they actors or are they a real family? Yeah, it just got super confusing. So mm. we've taken that bit out now. Mm. But yeah. Fair okay. enough. Yeah. Anything? Anything else? You guys would like to. Um, I love the score. Mm. I thought the score was very good. Mm. And again, I, I really like. I really like the the feel of it. It felt like. It felt like. Sci-fi. Mm. Without. 
it was a bit cheesy, but not too cheesy. Mm. It was the right amount of cheesy. Mm-hmm. I I noticed that when they were in trouble, the the theme tune got played, but it got it either got played sharp or something minor. I was gonna say minor, but I was worried it was minor and it'd gone major. Anyway, I'm pretty sure yeah, it got played. Yeah, it was major and went minor. Major, major and went minor. Okay. Anyway, I guess it. There we go. It went. It went minor to show. They could have added sharps to make it minor. This is true. So we're both right. Um, have you said everything you've written down? Anything else? Nearly. I think yeah. I would just like to just cover the fact that they were going to make the series of Galaxy Quest. Really? Why they win? It was all all in hand and before Alan game. Rickman died. Oh. It was made in two thousand he died in two thousand sixteen, didn't he? Yeah, it took a while, I think, for um for to be and I think I I'm guessing other series like the Orville and the kind of resurgence of Trek. Were they going to make the Galaxy Quest TV series or were they going to make a meta programme with the actors well, being the know. actors playing the characters? Either way. Would have been good, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. Mm. And on the documentary, um, is it Brent Spiner says, we could have made this yeah, film. Yeah, we could have made could this have, film. Yeah. yeah I bet he would have absolutely loved. Yeah. Because he can be... Um, sort of um acerbic's not the right word dry witty yeah dry he yeah. is quite dry isn't that a bad word to call someone witty dry dry yeah dry well it sort of means a bit kind of sardonic a bit um sadistic dry means like you don't do anything you're quite dry you're your humor's quite nice dry. to talk to no that's not like really, no one talks it? back or anything yeah no. like, don't talk back you're dry you don't no. talk back Okay. You, you're quite a kind of quite um, not you one who is dry is kind of a bit uh, cutting a bit on on the nose about things, but in a in a in a good way mostly. Yeah, I guess. Oh, apparently <laughs> is still kind of on the cards, but obviously not with them. Okay. Mm. No. Yeah, I mean those guys are really big actors, aren't they? they yeah. Be surprising if they did it. <gasps> Imagine if they got. They all wanted to. Yeah. They should do. They should get the kids. They should get the kids to do it. Brandon Holster, mm. Caitlin. Of course, Three Amigos. That's a similar plot. Three Amigos? Yeah. What? They're, they're three actors, aren't oh, they? Yeah. And they end up having to save the town. Yeah. Three men and a baby. So old woman, so like the wind. <laughs> three Amigos. It's got Steve Martin in it. And Martin Short. Only murders in the building. <gasps> Man, and Chevy that. Chase. The National Lampoon's Christmas. Steve Martin, no, is he the Inner Space one? Uh, no, that's yes, Martin, Martin Short. Who mm. I think looks a bit like Who? Tim Allen. You think like, Martin Short looks a bit like, like Tim a Allen? little bit? I mean, in that picture of him there, he looks a bit like him. Okay. What on the on the um, yeah X-ray cast list bit from um, Prime? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe so. Maybe so. Well, Izzy, I think you've done a great job hosting. Is there any any thoughts like, about how you've hosted? Uh, okay, no, I see it now. Yeah, you if see. You, if you put that photo next to that photo, then. Okay. 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 Anyway, um, you squint your eyes. I think had I had a little bit more time to prepare, I probably mm. would have led. I would have um, first of all got on my own notebook and then written down questions I was going to ask you guys. No, I think you did really well. Um. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun. What about you, Evie? Are you going to have a go at hosting yeah. next time? Yeah. 
Yeah. Definitely. Well, it depends which episode, actually. Well, that's that's yeah. the thing, isn't it? That's what we need to decide. What is going to be the next episode? I'm just trying to find the list of possibilities. For also, we still need to decide what this podcast is going to be called. Okay. Because um, I like Davis Logs. The Dav- yeah, I like. But Davis then I Flyer. also like Davis Flyer because that kind of has a bit of. A- what about Davis Flyer Logs? Logs from the Davis Flyer. Something like that. That sounds like it's historical documents. <laughs> We're the historical documents. Show the historical documents. Show them the historical documents. Um, so I think we have to choose whether we want to do them like like each series goes together, mm-hmm. you know, which I think there is a lot of Voyager. Yes. Good. Wait, how much Deep Space Nine is there? Not very Not much. much. It's like okay, that's episodes quite sad. So look, okay, here's the thing. Um, on the list that um, the Trek This Out central team sent through, <laughs> uh, <laughs> in order, they've listed them in, mm, well, sort of chronological order. They've done all the original series ones, then Next Gen, then DS9, then Voyager. Voyager, 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 and then Enterprise, then Discovery, then Short Treks, and Picard, right? Which Enterprise episodes are we supposed to watch? So the first one on the list is an original series episode, and it's Arena, mm-hmm. which is the one with the goal. The fight. Oh, yeah, which I suppose at least provides a little link with um, Galaxy Quest, because that's the bit that Sam Rockwell's character, when Tim Allen's character is down on the planet fighting the rock giant, Sam Rockwell's character goes, hey, you better, can you fashion a lathe or something? So, <laughs> and that's what Kirk has to do when he's fighting the Gorn on the planet. Not a lathe, but he has to Yeah, he has that um, stick thing. Yeah. So why don't we start with that? Yeah. I, have, I think we should do them also in the order of series, have like the different <gasps> series go together. Because like so much of one series. I think it will make more sense. Okay. Like well, if we're hopping about. Well, dear listener, there you are. That's that's the decision. Like, yeah, cool. I yeah. think we should use a random number generator. A random number generator. Okay, okay well, yeah, right, well, that sounds good. If we start... We'll start Google. with Arena. Yeah. Eve, Evie's going to do Google, the hosting of <laughs> Arena next. Oh, okay. Fine. And then after that, we'll do a random number number generator. Yeah? And we'll, we'll go we'll go round, what's it called? What am I doing? Hosting. Hosting. Yeah. There we go. Well, um... Seems we've come to the end then. I'm pretty sure that's well. everything we wanted to say. Thanks again, you guys, for listening. All of you. Yeah. Hundreds upon thousands of our listeners. Millions. Millions. I feel like we're close to that. Um, <laughs> uh, but we do appreciate it. So thank yeah. you. And um, goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye. How did I come to this? Not again. I played Richard III. Five curtain calls. There were five curtain calls. I was an actor once. Damn it, now look at me. Look at me!